0: Oh hey, sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium.
1: If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, DCOMs, and music, The Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days.
0: Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 central! What is up, Time Travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. I'm just going to preface this episode by saying that my mind is absolute moosh. Mush. mush. <laughs> I have been... Uh, it's Paramore Album Release Week, and I have been going at it since Saturday with shenanigans. Today, I kindly, like... See, I can't even say finally. D-
1: today, you kindly and finally <laughs> got to just relax. And up until I the big day. I slowed down.
0: I watched their hour-long interview with the Apple Music guy. In Zane? The- Zane Lowe. What do you think about him? I think he does really good interviews with Paramore, and that's all that I care about. Okay. That's all he has to give me. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, I guess it's so, true. So,
0: I don't care. He could do whatever else he wanted. Oh, um, But yeah, I am. my mind is absolute mush and... We've just been babbling trying to find an intro to this episode that didn't make me either upset or laugh. <laughs> so that's <laughs> where we're at. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, we uh, started this episode by 100 just asking me a bunch of questions about like specific pair things well, I've been because, doing. Well, because I
1: haven't talked to you in depth. Like we, we text, but I just kind of... <laughs> You were off adventuring,
0: and I wanted to know your breakdown because it was like a lot. I mean, we can basically. I just met up with some people that I know from like Twitter and Discord, and we did Paramore karaoke, and then I went to the album release show. I went to an early listening party. Okay. Waited in line all day. Tease the
1: fans who haven't who didn't get a chance to hear it first. It's good.
0: Um the the listening party was kind of weird because they were playing (laughs) like a physical record on a record player in a really small store. With two hundred people in it, and they turned up the speakers really loud, so the audio was kind of like fuzzy. Yeah, and I I got the vibe for the album, right? I but like you it, need you need. But it I need to like I need to hear I need to hear well it, you know Friday all... the day this episode is out Paramore's new album This is why
1: um, is also out, and the next day after that is another exciting moment for you. I will be in your neck of the woods. <laughs> more importantly, yes. so we you will can be, be
0: the... we will be chilling. Probably discussing this news that um, Nicole Kidman and Jamie Lee Curtis are gonna be on the show together. <laughs> yeah. I about a detective book series that they sell like exclusively to moms at airports.
1: Right. I was like I recognized the the cover art of the book. <laughs> yes. But like I didn't know I what just,
0: it was. I bought I think like the fifteenth book in the series at McKay's like a couple years ago and I didn't even know what it was. And I started reading it recently and it like sucked really bad. <laughs> and i also was so confused because it was the 15th book in the series jamie lee curtis i'll watch jamie lee curtis posted the official
1: article about it mind you and she put it all caps
0: my secret got leaked like what (laughs) this is a press
1: release (laughs) (laughs) we
0: love her Uh, big big news While we're here on this unhinged episode, if you're feeling a little unhinged yourself, we'd really appreciate it if you'd go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Um, We haven't had one in a while and we would really like to get a nice review. Or if you have something not nice to say, I mean, I guess you could say it. You you can also rate us five stars on Spotify. Any of that is very helpful and it boosts engagement. And we just love to know mm -hmm. that people are out there yes and if you if you
1: leave us a, a review on apple podcast we will shout you out and read it on an episode because if you're sending us love we want to send it right back um to you i did want to it's not a part of the disney one lineup but i just want to talk about how disney announced a new frozen yeah, we need to- toy story and zootopia <sighs> And I'm tired.
0: I'm so tired of them not only rehashing the same IPs, but also rehashing IPs that people begged for sequels for and they've fallen on deaf ears until the timing feels so incorrect.
1: Like, do we need another Toy Story? No,
0: we do not. But uh, this is mostly about Inside Out 2, which everybody wanted for a really long time when Inside Out came out. But then it like, now the timing feels weird. The same thing with Zootopia. Like, I would have loved a Zootopia sequel in like 2018. But 2023, what? like, that's, huh? a, that's a big turnaround. <laughs> but, like, how many stops, how many Toy
1: Stories do we need? Like, we should have stopped at three.
0: I will not lie. If it's Toy Story 5, The Adventures of Forky, my butt will be in the seat.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'll be there opening like, night. How, like, what are they going <laughs> to do? They Like, we literally just got a new Toy Story movie.
0: And, it's, and it blew.
1: And, like, nobody really liked it. <laughs> no one watched it. And maybe that's because it wasn't based off the toys. So, so I guess they're going to go back. Back to the beginning. But back to the drawing board. I have
0: never in my life. You know what film trilogy brought its movies full circle and ended it so perfectly and has not gone back? Madagascar. Ma-
1: oh. <laughs> we can have a debate. That's, the, that's the hill I
0: will die on. The third Madagascar. The third one was ba- What The third one? Did they go to the circus? Great film. Excellent what? ending. Perfect ending for the trilogy. Okay. Um, Welcome to my Madagascar podcast.
1: Right. Madagascar. B- but that's so interesting. I like to podcast podcast. All right. Before we um, get this I gave more,
0: you a segue about news and you jumped the shark. So I guess I know, here we are. I,
1: right. I'm going to jump the shark <laughs> like the lion jumped that zebra in Madagascar. So let's jump into Disney 411, shall we? Let's get into it.
0: 4-1-1. This episode is
1: unhinged already. I, lo- I love it. Um, all right. We got some casting news, so I'll get through those. Uh, first news of the, of the pod is Deadline has learned. Ooh, not me quoting the actual site I went on. Um, has learned <laughs> that Amazon Prime Video has taken global rights to Ricky Stan Stanicky from Oscar winning Green Book director Peter Farley. Um, this Zac Efron. And is going to be starring Zac Efron and John Cena Uh, marks a return to comedy for the director Peter Farley, commits his production in Melbourne, um, Australia this month. In the film, these friends invent a character to use to get out of tricky predicaments, but they have to hire an actor to portray their fictional friend when their significant others become suspicious. So, hmm, will you be tuning in? (laughs)
0: Zac Efron and John Cena is an interesting combo.
1: Two buff guys. One is m- much buffer than the other. Right, <laughs> it's a buff attack. <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't watch it. Just being honest,
0: I, that summary didn't really tell me anything. So
1: yeah, I mean, basically they have they're making a, an imaginary friend to get out of things, and then they hire someone because everyone be- becomes suspicious about this person they keep talking about that makes them cancel their plans.
0: Let me see what the Rotten Tomato score is. I'll get back to
1: you. (laughs) Ooh, the way I described it got you hooked a little bit. Let's see if this one gets you hooked. This is uh, Dylan Sprouse casting news. So Dylan Sprouse and Mason Gooding from uh, the new Scream franchise will star in an action thriller called Aftermath. Um, This is the official log line. On what should have been a peaceful afternoon drive, former Army Ranger Eric Daniels, played by Dylan Sprouse, finds himself trapped with hundreds of other commuters and a high-profile prisoner after a group of heavily armed ex-military contractors shut down Boston's Tobin Bridge. As their leader, played by Mason Gooding, starts killing hostages, Dylan Sprouse must rely on his military training, killer instincts, and some unexpected help to get his little sister and everyone else home safely.
0: Man, if Dylan Sprouse ain't in a YAA adaptation, he in an action movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Dylan Sprouse has always announced in projects that see the light of day, but barely. yeah. <laughs>
0: They see the dusk.
1: They see the dusk. <laughs> they, <laughs> see the they see the door crack. They see the door cracked open, the hall light on. Dylan
0: Sprouse is doing like all this direct-to-video shit, but Cole Sprouse is bound by the shackles of Riverdale. So. Not, any- not anymore. Well, not anymore, but Where's- what's, what's going to happen to him realistically after he leaves those shackles? He's probably going to take a similar path. I don't know.
1: I feel like he'll just be like, I made all my money. Well, I
0: feel like, like Lily Reinhart and the other girl, Mendez. Yeah. I can't remember her first name. Oops, this bodes well for the point I was about to make. But I was right. going to say that they were, like, doing well for themselves, like, already appearing in other projects and getting some traction behind their performances. Whereas, like, I've only seen KJ Apa in dog shit projects. Yeah. And I haven't seen Cole Sprouse in anything. Yeah.
1: So. um, Kemi Kemi Mendez is her name. Yeah. She's in that movie on Netflix. Sorry,
0: Kami. I really love Do Revenge.
1: Do Revenge. Yeah, I that really one is it. good. That one good. So. Out of Zac Efron's new project and Dylan Sprouse's new project, which one would you be more inclined to watch? (laughs) Neither. Right. (laughs) You're like, let me watch Do Revenge.
0: (laughs) Let me watch Do Revenge again.
1: All right. All right. Well, let's go to a different story that has nothing to do with the movies. This has to do with Miss um, Vanessa Hudgens, baby V. Uh, According to reports, Vanessa Hudgens is officially a bride to be. Uh, First reported news saying the pair, her and Cole Tucker, her fiance now, um, got engaged at the end of 2022. Um, Hudgens is 34, Tucker is 26. First sparked dating rumors in November 2020 when they were seen holding hands in Los Angeles. Their pair met on a Zoom meditation group call, and Hudgens later revealed she made the first move. Weirdly enough, Joe Jonas was in the same Zoom meditation group call. <laughs> so. Serendipitous. Zac Efron Do you think it,
0: this is directly correlated to Austin Butler saying he's going to drop the, the Elvis accent? Oh, I think so.
1: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to drop this accent. And she goes, well, I'm just going to drop this ring. And put it Ooh. on my finger. Good for Vanessa Hudgens. Baby V. Yeah. Good
0: for good for Baby V. No,
1: Zac Efron's got a movie coming out. Austin's getting his Oscar. Vanessa's getting engaged. All everyone is taken care of in these times. <laughs> so we'll be on the lookout for a wedding. I do know Vanessa Hudgens was not Ashley Tisdale's wedding as a <gasps> bridesmaid. Ooh. Not sure if she was the maid of honor, but she definitely was a bridesmaid. Will Ashley well, I'll it? be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'd be surprised if she wasn't at the wedding. I, I wouldn't be shocked if she wasn't a bridesmaid. It's not a rule that if you were a bridesmaid in one wedding. I
0: know, but I want, I I feel in my heart that we're not going to see them on the upcoming season of High School Musical, yeah. Musical, the series, so I would love to see them in wedding gowns right. instead.
1: <laughs> Zac Efron goes as well.
0: <gasps> to Crash. This wedding's like no other. I want you to know.
1: Oh, I was like, what are you singing? But I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> that was a deep cut. Uh, speaking of songs, since you referenced the song, we have some new music coming out mm. by a Jonas brother. Which Jonas brother do you think I'm going to talk, be talking about?
0: There's another Jonas project that's been announced?
1: Yeah. This Is it time. Dancy E? No, this time it's by Frankie Jonas.
0: Oh, my God. Boo! Uh- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> On Tuesday, Frankie Jonas released his debut single called Cocaine, a psychedelic-influenced alternative track featuring lyrics that seem to draw inspiration from his past struggles with alcohol and drug, adi- uh, drug addiction. He goes and say, Cocaine is about longing for the coping mechanisms you don't have or can't do anymore. It's the point where you become nostalgic for the bad times because even the bad times have good distractions. Cocaine marks Jonas's first official music release. However, he previously sang alongside fellow superstar sibling Noah Cyrus for Ponyo on the Cliff by the Sea from the 2009 <laughs> film Ponyo, which they both started.
0: Not I, them bringing that up in the press release for a song called Cocaine.
1: So he previously
0: did this little Tiki song for an anime movie when he was 12.
1: <laughs> Him and Noah Cyrus. Um, who was 10. So Is
0: Frankie Jonas a Disney star, technically?
1: He was in Camp Rock, and he was in Jonas.
0: And mm. what I, th- I feel like I can't speak to this because I know people that were friends with him in college. You can still speak on it. I. He's he not- went. He went to. I know school near us.
1: I know, but you could still speak on. What do you think about Frankie Jonas finally re- releasing music?
0: I don't care.
1: And right after his brothers got the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
0: I don't even care about the Jonas Brothers new album, to be (gasps) quite honest. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Will you be listening if it comes out? If it's going to come out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe.
1: Hmm. So, okay. So if a Noah Cyrus article came up, can I not bring it? Can we not bring it to the pod? I feel like we've done a Noah Cyrus story.
0: I'm not saying you can't. I'm just... Frankie Jonas was... I'm I'm raising my own questions. We'll we'll leave it up to you. We'll actually post it
1: on socials and see what people think. That'd be fun. Okay. Um, He's a cast member on Disney stuff, so he counts. If we could talk about Austin Butler, we could talk about the bonus Jonas.
0: Austin Butler as in Austin and Ali, who had a Disney Channel show? Austin
1: Butler as Elvis himself?
0: What are you talking about?
1: What? wait what are you saying right now
0: It's said an austin and Allie. i that's know not him is it no
1: that's ross lynn i said i was about to say have you been uh, thinking this entire time austin butler <laughs> was it austin and Alley? that would have been amazing I,
0: I said it and then as i said it i knew like, it
1: wasn't right no <laughs> well those are all the disney four-on-one stories i'm and i'm sticking to them We'll be on that, right. and we'll give you updates on any new movies, any new uh, relationships, and any new songs.
0: Well, speaking of being unhinged, we're Ooh. about to take a deep, deep dive. Ooh. Um, we're doing another artist deep dive today, and I just have been texting Hunter all week being like, I feel very ill-prepared for this episode. <laughs> um, no, you're you're fully prepared. Because it's just... it's. This is such a, a a weird little topic. I think we're gonna go some interesting places with this one. Yeah. Uh, but we are doing an artist deep dive on Disney's one of Disney's most well kept secrets. I guess I would say.
1: Yeah. Jordan Pruitt. Yeah. We're we're doing obviously deep dive on Jordan Pruitt. What we usually do in these deep dives is we just kind of take a look at their time on the Disney channel and go through their greatest hits and the impact on the channel and kind of what they did overall. We way back when we did a episode called J Mac and cheese call. And it was about, it was a deep dive into Jesse McCartney and his tenure on Disney and Disney properties. I would say Jordan Pruitt is the, uh, is the equal to Jesse yeah. McCartney, but for? Except
0: she was never on the shows. That's like he that's was.
1: why I I hope we can in this deep dive come solve the mystery of why Jordan Pruitt never got a decom, never got a show, never guest started anything.
0: I well I know that in between her first and her second album, she was clenching commercial deals like left and right. So maybe that's why. But still. She was in commercials for Kraft, Kimberly Clark, Colgate, Samsung, and Limited Two.
1: As Jordan Pruitt? So
0: she, yes. So she was in the food market. She was in the beauty market. She was in the electronics market. And she was in the clothing market. She was everywhere. Yeah. And so, I, I would assume that like Disney Channel probably, I don't know. Like, do they have a weird thing about their people doing campaigns?
1: Right. No cross promotion?
0: No. Because yeah. I... I well, well, I don't, I don't feel like you ever saw Miley do like an advert orange juice while she was doing Hannah Montana. No,
1: it would have to be orange juice with the Mickey Mouse sticker on top. <laughs> <laughs> um, So before we actually get really into her songs and what she appeared on, what is your, when you think of Jordan Pruitt on the channel, on Disney, what is your first, what, what was your impression
0: back then, I guess? Um, well, obviously I know Jump to the Rhythm. Who doesn't? Because it's iconic. Um. But my experience with Jordan Pruitt is largely over Disney Channel PlayStation karaoke games.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: I have a, a, a wide breadth of karaoke games for my PlayStation Two, and a lot of them I acquired like in college and after and since. But I got like a Disney Channel one, and I brought my PS2 with me my freshman year of college, and our friend Mary Elizabeth and I, who has been on the pod before in the early days, um, we famously would we would duet. Jordan Pruitt's on the outside looking in constantly. And it would be loud. And a couple of times, our roommates who didn't like us would come in and be like, um, I can hear you guys all the way out in the quad. Uh, and
1: you're like, this is exactly what Jordan Pruitt was and singing And we are like,
0: and? You're
1: you right? don't know what
0: it's like to be left out, bitch! That's why I'm singing my heart out here!
1: <laughs> so when I think of Jordan Pruitt, I think of that song in particular, Outside Look Again, which I'm sure mm-hmm. we will get into. But... I thought as a kid, she had a great voice. I still think she has a great voice. A mature voice, I would say, for how old she was. Because I think the impression you get is just based off the... The... The sound she kind of had. She's older than she actually was, but I think she was around the same age as everyone else who's on the channel. Yeah, I mean they weren't going to get like a twenty-five-year-old to sing on the Tinkerbell soundtrack. <laughs> uh,
0: but... That's that's like when you equate Jesse McCartney to Jordan Pruitt, it feels equal in the sense of like they both had their guaranteed slot on oh, yeah. every Disney Channel soundtrack for like three straight years.
1: Oh yeah, and I think that's the perfect segue to go through every um thing that Jordan Pruitt was a part of,
0: and it was. It was a lot.
1: So we got features on Disney Mania 5, A Disney Channel Holiday, Disney Mania 6, Tinkerbell, and all wrapped up Volume 2. Of course, she had her, of she had her two standalone albums um, called No Ordinary Girl and Permission to Fly. She, of course, was also featured on Air Buddies, the soundtrack to Air Buddies, and um, Radio Disney Jams, and here are all the people she opened up with.
0: Wait, she, you missed that she did the Jump In soundtrack. Oh,
1: and she did the Jump In soundtrack. And the soundtrack. Read It
0: and Weep soundtrack. Those are her two biggest ones.
1: Well, Jump to the Rhythm and um Outside Looking In are on her debut album.
0: I know, so, but Outside Outside Looking In and the Read It and Weep soundtrack came out before okay, the album. Okay, okay, okay. So that one that one got the why not Hillary Duff treatment with the little slip. Right, with the slip. <laughs>
1: um so but like like disney does they love to kind of put their artists out there and kind of see what they can do so these are all the people that she opened for on tour so we have the cheater girls uh the high school musical tour the jonas brothers corbin blue and vanessa hudgens um raven simone demi lovato um she also was uh on the tour of the tour of Gymnastics Superstars. She was a co-headliner. So we looked at a video, and basically she's singing, uh, looks like on an Apple box, um, (laughs) while people are doing... That's
0: the thing. I was furious watching all of her live performances because in one of them, it's a bare, bare bone stage, and there's one... One poster behind her that says Jordan Pruitt, and it's a picture of her. And she just has to rely on her karaoke tracks and a dream and saying, everybody clap. And that's know what, all that she has.
1: Do you know what tour that was? No. That was the High School Musical tour.
0: They did her filthy.
1: Like, when I tell y'all, it is like someone performing in their basement.
0: Like, to it a pretending crowd. It's atrocious. It's a black box theater vibe, <laughs> but there's more people there. And, and to be fair... She's giving it all she's got. Like she's running from one side of the stage to the other but yeah, literally. It's just there's like a- give this girl some visuals.
1: Like there is literally nothing.
0: It looks nothing. like It looks like
1: sh- they like literally took her from the mall and said, "You're on in 5." We are like it's pretty Well, bad. at least if
0: you're performing at the mall, you have like a shop behind you. There's something to look at. They and couldn't the- even throw like also, oh, a, a powerpoint background up behind
1: her yeah there was nothing like nothing not even like backup dancers and these songs could give you some backup dancer moves it's literally just her going back and forth from the stage and then when she leaves she's like love you guys it just walks off like <laughs> they did her wrong
0: she never had a headlining tour she, she was never doomed ha- to
1: eight song sets yeah and the gymnastics tour that i was talking about She, like I said, is sitting on a, not sitting, I'm sure she did at some point, standing on an Apple box while people are performing gymnastics routines in front of her. (laughs) Which I think is so weird. Why would you do that?
0: It's, she does look tucked away.
1: She is tucked away.
0: And I feel like Disney, for some reason, like, all the comments on everything from YouTube that I was watching and listening to her today were like, why wasn't she bigger? Like, where did she go? I miss her. Like, major nostalgia. Loved these albums. And I feel like, because her thing was soundtracks, basically. Like, she, her own voice wasn't as invested in. Like, she barely has a music video that doesn't have footage of another movie over it.
1: Yeah. But that's the mystery we were trying to solve. Why did Disney... Why?
0: Because she's, like, really got
1: something. Like, even if... Like, Jesse McCartney, he got to guest star on Hannah Montana, The Sweet Life, got to do music video. Jordan Pruitt, they're like, here, we'll... we'll We'll let you tour with high school musical and but get you a big arena tour but here is um your poster in the background and a step stool right it's very odd and maybe she didn't want to act but that doesn't seem like Disney's way of doing things yeah <laughs> they doesn't. were gonna they were gonna hand you a script to Wizards of Waverly place give you a snack, and get you in there.
0: Like, did she not even read for anything? Like, I'd be shocked.
1: She had to. She She had to. Like, there's no way. That's not what... Disney needs triple threats. Yeah. Only.
0: Like, she was sent the sides for Harper.
1: Oh, she had to be. (laughs) She had... Okay, her albums were 2007, 2008. That is prime Disney... You're telling me they didn't have one spot on an episode of Hannah Montana where she can play herself be like, Hannah, I love your music. Jordan Pruitt, I love yours. And walk off.
0: I don't know. Hmm. I feel like there has to be some reason. And and if it's her decision, that's respectable. But it's just like, it's so surprising because you really never saw this.
1: Yeah, it's they really kept her into the soundtracks.
0: Yeah, they kept her in the in-betweens. They kept slapping footage of Air Buddies over her cover of We Are Family <laughs> by Sly and the Family Stone. Right. Oh. Which was an odd choice, but it works, oh, you, kind of. They're
1: about Airbodies?
0: No, the the song, her covering that song. Oh, I mean,
1: I don't <laughs> think it's an odd choice.
0: <laughs> I I just wouldn't think of We Are Family when I think of Jordan Pruitt.
1: Oh, you think of that song? You think of her um, version?
0: No, like, I if I was thinking of a song for Jordan Pruitt to cover, oh, like I wouldn't oh. think We Are Family you. is the one she should do. Yeah, that's fair. But it works, I guess. Like, Other than the fact that she looks like she's having a photo shoot in a Macy's in 2007, and it's intercut with (laughs) photos of dogs eating kibble. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) And then all of a sudden, it's like Air Buddies, and they're talking. I'm sure
0: we'll get to the other music videos, but...
1: Yeah. So should we just start off with kind of her hits and just kind of talk about those? Yeah. Let's do it. I think we should just start with the song that really brought her on the scene which is um, Outside Looking In.
0: A bullying anthem. Okay.
1: So Outside Looking In is obviously from the movie Read It and Weep with Danielle and Kate Panabaker. The song peaked at number 77 on Billboard Hot 100. Should have been higher. The highest debut of that week. Um, This is one of her tracks um, of her debut album, which... Uh, was released under Hollywood Records, of course, in 2007. The album peaked at number 64 on the Billboard 200, and the album is called No Ordinary Girl. So outside looking in, at this point, no one knows who Jordan Pruitt is. We get the in-betweens, and you hear the first line, you don't know my name. Dagger. Dagger (laughs) to the heart, I'd say.
0: This was a song for the weird girls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you
1: don't scream um, and you don't know how it feels to be left out. You. I don't trust you. I don't you. That
0: is a major red <laughs> flag. The whole she and like, the whole. Yeah. And this one, the footage of Read It and Weep like intercut in the video is perfect. Like it oh, flows perfect. very seamlessly in between because like the video concept is like it's picture day. It's picture day. Is, which is such a major ick. And that like puts you in the setting of this song so well. Like, she understood the assignment.
1: She understood? Well, she wrote the assignment.
0: She wrote the song. She wrote the assignment. She turned it in. She got an A. Oh, that song is... Like, if you you were a
1: 9 years old be like, I feel so left out. A very depressing song for... <gasps> like, this is, like... Like, thinking back at it now, this is, like, probably one of the saddest Disney Channel songs. Disney
0: songs of all time, maybe? Like, what? when somebody loved me, move over. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, not, funny nothing enough, will ever talk funny somebody enough. somebody me.
1: That's the song Jordan Pruitt covered on one of the Disney Manias.
0: Disney Mania 5. That's the one yeah. I had. It's pretty but, good.
1: Well, but sticking to Disney Channel, is this one of those saddest songs ever?
0: I, song's, I think so, yeah. This
1: song's like about depression.
0: Yeah. And being alone and having no friends.
1: And having no friends and being left out. And you don't know how it feels. You don't know the popular... People do not know what they're getting into, and that's what. Yeah. And so, when I think of Jordan Pruitt, I think of um, a a leader uh, of of the nerds of the world, knowing how how you are. Yeah. It's but the the part at the end where um, is it the part at the end of the music video where all the all the left, all the people who are the outcasts just get a smile. Yeah. And they're like <laughs> in the smiles in the picture day. <laughs> Kay Baker is in that music yeah. video makes an appearance what a random decom to have an iconic song from
0: I I mean I think it works like it works with the tone no, of the no no it
1: works but I feel like people know the song more than they know the actual movies what I'm saying that movie yeah. but bo- that movie is top tier Disney Channel songs for me I think not movie the song the
0: song yeah it's in the
1: top 10 for sure
0: it's got all the hits. It's like, it's catchy. It's an earworm, but it's also sad. It makes you and feel. it makes you feel. It
1: makes you want to look out in the window and contemplate <laughs> about things. It makes you
0: want to rest your head on the window. And so
1: I'm revealing a lot about myself when I'm when I'm <laughs> telling you this next part. And uh, I, this is a safe space for all. <laughs>
0: yeah. I so, mean, I already confessed that I screamed this song in college and nearly got in trouble with an right, RA.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so when I was in middle school or something and I tr- and um, I remember doing it, I wrote one the- <laughs> I wrote as a, as a, uh, a post um, on my wall the lyric to this. You don't know how it feels to be outside the ground. You don't know what it's like to be left out because I was just very annoyed with my friends that day. and then i I immediately drama queen (laughs) drama i'm all about the drama that's what jordan pruitt does jordan pruitt drama queen um so i posted it it was something like you don't know how it feels to be outside the crowd because i was like feeling it or something like that and my grandma comments are you okay and i and i (sighs) comment back i went "Uh, it was just a song lyric i was it was in my head
0: (laughs) <laughs> One thing about family members is that they're going to comment something and just absolutely ruin the mood of your song. Right. Post. It's like you could text me.
1: So for the podcast, I was trying to find it so I can get verbatim what I said. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I <laughs> went back into the trenches of uh, Facebook, I think is where I posted it. And I i got lost in what I used to post. And geez, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I I the minute I saw the post, let's put the Christ back in Christmas. That's what I Ah! knew. (laughs) That's what I knew. The dark tunnel I was headed.
0: At one point on Facebook, I posted God doesn't have a Twitter, but I still follow him. (laughs) Oh, there was there was one that
1: made no freaking sense. Of what I like, read my post five times. I was like, "What was I talking about?" It was something like, "I'm glad I believe in God because life so life is so funny."
0: <laughs> what? Same. What's to think about?
1: First Corinthians.
0: <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be outside the crowd. First Pruitt. First Pruitt, and all
1: God's people said, "Jordan Pruitt,"
0: <laughs> and all God's um, people said, "On the outside looking in." <laughs>
1: 10 out of 10, no notes for this song. No notes. No, no. You, got, you have to scream the lyrics to this song. You have to. You have to. to. If you don't, then what was the point of the, of her making this song?
0: If you don't, where's your bullying trauma?
1: Yeah. Jordan it.
0: <laughs> your lack of bullying trauma is showing.
1: <laughs> your lack of bullying trauma is showing. All right. Well, of course, we have some... Um, do you know any of the hits on this, on this album? We have Miss Popularity... Well, I think I know
0: that one a little I listened to uh, Ordinary Girl or No Ordinary Girl the title track from the first album and Mm -hmm. I thought it was fine like she sounds great on all of them but I think the non-hits could be a little snoozy uh what about Teenager
1: give me a break I'm just a teenager there's that one don't know it alright well then let's go to the next hit um do we want to talk about We Are Family
0: it's on the album It is on the album. Um, I don't know what there is to say. I mean, like, she does a good job with it. It's a little more poppy and dancey and, like, obviously tailored to the style of what Disney was going for. But I just feel like they did her so dirty having that footage. (laughs) The buddies footage in there. I (laughs) wonder
1: what when Disney artists get approached to do these things. They're like, hey, Jordan, we have a great new track for you that you're going to promote one of our latest movies. You're like, okay. Great. What movie is it? Air Buddies. You're like, oh. (laughs) Like, I wonder if Jordan Pruitt was like, Air Buddies. Because, you know, Miley Cyrus was not about to do Air Buddies. She did Bolt. Well, that's because, well, she was the star of Bolt. It's probably written in her contract. True. But you know what I mean? Like, a direct, a direct-to-DVD.
0: Yeah. Like, you're hoping for the new glamorous DCOM, and they're like, we can give you the dog movie.
1: Right. It's like. I just wrote you one of the greatest songs of decom history, and now I'm regulated to a direct-to-video movie about talking golden well, retriever puppies.
0: She did get her big decom moment. Yes, so it should be the up from song. there. The That's song. what I'm saying.
1: It feels like Jordan Pruitt was on the up and up out of the gate, and Disney was like, "Actually, we want you to do all these things before we're going to let you let you through." Yeah, which is telling. Um. All right. So of course we can't go on with anything if we didn't talk about. You make me wanna.
0: Jump to the rhythm and dance to the music.
1: So this is obviously Jump to the Rhythm. It peaked at number fifty four on the Hot One Hundred. So to date, Jordan Pruitt's, Jordan Pruitt's highest peaking song. Of course. Are you this just is-
0: kidding? this should have been number
1: one one so of course this is the song to promote jump in she literally
0: says it at the beginning of the song what'd she say the very first line of the song is her saying jump in
1: is it yes (laughs) tell me how does it go it's
0: the very first thing that happens in the song
1: i know she goes jump in hey jump out that's not how it starts
0: she no, but yes, it is.
1: Oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. She goes, oh, jump in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. She's like, oh, jump in that movie.
1: <laughs> she just watched it on premiere night.
0: What's the Back name? That
1: hey. Kiki Palmer. So funny. So what is what is to you? Because art is subjective. Um, and art is, has so many ways of being um, thought about. What is um, jump to the rhythm about for you?
0: See, it's interesting because the first line is, what's the, the first line is like,
1: I used to think that winning was for everyone else.
0: But then you showed me a picture of me being myself.
1: It could be interpreted as a love song or just someone who's giving you great advice.
0: No, I think if you make me want to jump to the rhythm and dance to the music, it's very much like you make me feel excited and happy. So I would guess it's a love song.
1: But then she goes, all in together we
0: shine. It's everyone's in love. We'll take to the streets.
1: When I think of jump in, I don't think of a love story.
0: I don't either. But then I, I'm like, is it just a story about everybody being themselves and coming together? Like, I don't really know.
1: The also, time what is come. What has okay. showed
0: me a picture? Like, was Jordan Pruitt having a bad day? And then some, some, somebody was like, hey, I took this candid of you laughing. And she <laughs> was like, oh, my God. And then she it's, just started dancing.
1: It's the picture from her yearbook photo of outside looking in. She's All like, sad. oh, that
0: actually turned out good. I was really sad that day. <laughs> <laughs> then you showed me a picture of...
1: What, what would be the picture of Let you being, being yourself?
0: Um, probably like... It probably would be a laughing candid, like if something's really funny. <laughs> or just like a personality pic where I'm being a, a goofball. Like like action shots of like improv shows, you know? I think mine would be Where like, I'm doing something real stupid.
1: I think mine would be putting up peace signs. I don't know. I feel like I do that a lot because oh, I hate getting my picture taken yeah. and I get uncomfortable.
0: This, the music video for Jump to the Rhythm, is quite literally like a JCPenney back to school commercial oh, from yeah. 2007. It's like the outfits, the layers, the way they're the all sad. kind of awkwardly dancing behind her, the city street, the break dancing scene.
1: Oh, yeah. Um. The nothing... Nothing sounds so. I love it when in in songs the um the music drops, but someone keeps saying something, and that's exactly what happens in "Jump to the Rhythm." The mm. music drops, and she just goes, "You make me wanna," and then it hits back up. I love that part. Power, the power she has.
0: The power, Jordan
1: Power Pruitt. She unfortunately did not write this song. It's okay. But she wrote. Someone
0: wrote it, and that's all that matters. And that's they someone gave it was born,
1: and someone put pen to paper. And that's all that matters. So that's kind of the introduction of Jordan Pruitt. And it was off to the Disney races for her. Mm -hmm. And in between. So she literally put out an album the next year called Permission to Fly. Didn't know she Uh, was a
0: pilot. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's none of these. None of these songs really took off.
0: Uh. <laughs> they like, <didn't>. yes,
1: <laughs> zinga you set me up and i had to go for it
0: i know that was great
1: interesting enough i'm looking at the album tracklist right now she's not credited with as many songs uh that she wrote as the one previously
0: well she did i'm surprised that this album didn't really have like as many standouts because she did get rock mafia on some of the tracks and rock mafia is not known to fail well i don't think this album charted it didn't i was looking at like the two singles were one love and my shoes yeah which she performed at the 2008 disney channel games because i looked up my shoes music video and it was just footage of the disney channel games again they're always covering up jordan pruitt with the footage um but yeah, like I saw that they both did well on Radio Disney, but they both like failed to chart for various reasons. And
1: I don't think and, the the album charted at all.
0: Well, the release of this album was freaking so bizarre. Bazonkers. Yeah. Um, there's a video I saw where she sings a cover of Leona Lewis's Bleeding Love to promote it because she said people were asking her to. And she's like, I <laughs> just <laughs> wanted <gonna> her <laughs> to do that. I don't know. <gasps> Not Jesse McCartney.
1: He wrote that song. He it did write that back. song. And he all performs
0: it live sometimes, and it is phenomenal. Um, I'm a I'm a McCartney till the day I die. I'll always be a J-Mac and Cheese.
1: J-Mac and Cheese, baby.
0: But um, she's like saying that, and then before she covers it, she's like, that, like, to promote my new album, Permission to Fly, which comes out, I think it was in June or July, at limited two stores only.
1: Yeah, like what?
0: Which, if... I if Limited 2 came back from the grave and dropped a vinyl exclusive of something today, I would be banging down their doors. I'd be the first in line. But I don't understand. So but it's but like Yeah, I- it's And then she said the 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 month after that it was going to be on iTunes, and then the month after that it was going to be available to buy physically everywhere.
1: Yeah, why she had a
0: delayed release and then I heard I saw somebody in the comments say something about how the album was only on iTunes for like a month and then it got taken down off of iTunes.
1: Yeah, I don't understand the
0: That's such strange behavior marketing.
1: I understand like a tie-in, but but then like take it off of iTunes? and
0: well then to put it out and have it only be in limited like it's not even just like oh my album comes out in limited two for the first week and then after that it was a month yeah maybe even two like it was a long time
1: yeah so maybe that may have been the reason why because no one could find it
0: yeah like what if there's not a limited two near you what are you supposed to do
1: yeah you're supposed to wait a month or like oh let's go to itunes um and all that stuff
0: but and then that was kind of
1: it for yeah,
0: she well, she did go on the Voice, which well, is yeah. wild well, to be like an already established artist and do that. I
1: well, I'm talk. I'm mainly talking about her time with Disney. Is yeah,
0: that was really it.
1: That was it, and you didn't really hear a lot about her until like Becca just brought up she auditioned for the Voice and got up uh, through a few rounds. Uh, that happens to the people all the time on The Voice. Unlike American Idol, where it was like, you can't have any experience whatsoever, at least when it started out. Mm-hmm. The the Voice was like, that's what I like, said in the part. That it was that's like, amateur. It's just
0: so interesting that like, she did all these opening acts, and then she does this weird gymnastics tour. She did a co-headlining tour with some artist named Max, I think, yeah. that probably wasn't a big deal. And then she's... On a competition show, like fighting for her life out there on Team Christina.
1: <laughs> another Disney alum. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, she and, only... well, she ended up getting married to another voice alum. But I don't she... think they met on the voice because her Instagram says they met at Fido, which is a coffee shop. A coffee <gasps> sh- shop. A coffee shop. That's what she said. Her Instagram Fido? says we met at Fido. Met at Fido? Oh my that gosh. That's great. If you never yeah. if you don't
1: know what you're talking about, that's a coffee shop in Nashville. Um, if you
0: live in Nashville for more than a year, you'll go on a first date at Fido. You'll, you will. You'll it's inevitable. You'll know where Fido
1: is. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a short, like a very short stint of yeah, Jordan so, Pruitt. It which was I think, short,
0: but it was it was splashy.
1: It was splashy, but I think it'd be, to just talk, if we're doing a Jordan Pruitt deep dive, and we won't touch too much upon it, but I think this is probably a good Thing to bring up that a couple years ago, um, Jordan Pruitt actually sued uh, Hollywood Records, her former manager, and since Hollywood Records is owned by Disney over alleged abuse um, about her per- her manager and stuff like that. So I'm wondering if that um, had, a, had, yeah. a, had a had a had a why her time was cut short. It and wouldn't now- surprise
0: me. I saw that she's also working on writing a book about that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and she's mostly taken a, a step to the back seat. She quit music after The Voice. She just lives in Nashville. She owns some businesses here and just like kind of lives a quiet life. But she has recently, I feel like maybe her relationship with that part of her life might be improving because her Instagram, she's like recently posted covers of or not covers, I guess, but like her recently playing like My Shoes Mm -hmm. and One Love or like posting old pictures of the music video for Outside Looking In. So that's that's nice to see.
1: I think the overall, I'm just saying, I think maybe the reason, because like the, the rollout of Jordan Pruitt is just so odd to me.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Because she, I feel like, Yes, there's been some Disney acts who didn't guest star, but they didn't have hits. Like Everlife, what was their hit?
0: Go figure is always a hit to me.
1: What? it? Go figure? Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if I was like Jesse McCartney, I feel like Jordan Pruitt is the equivalent of Jesse McCartney in the Disney Channel I mean, world. Jesse
0: McCartney was probably more like higher on the yeah. charts. Yes, But overall. like if you say Jordan Pruitt... to somebody who who grew up with this era you're not gonna get a who like you're gonna get like oh she made me want to jump to the rhythm and right you're gonna you're gonna say like Like, let's sing yeah like you still Um, know and it's it's still relevant in this in this school of thought that we yeah that we run in but it just makes i'm just so confused
1: and i feel like jordan pruitt deserved more i absolutely
0: agree and cuz i she had the she was the whole package she's exactly what disney l- loves to see no one deserves to have their album drop in limited 2 for a month
1: talk about li- really <laughs> they said limited 2 exactly limited 2
0: limited 2 ooh to you Limit-
1: limited as well but <laughs> yeah and she also made headlines of course for um um revealing about her time um, with her producer and all that stuff. But, uh, Lee Michelle, you brought that to my attention? <laughs> yeah, <What do> you...
0: <laughs> Gleeks, cover your ears.
1: Gleeks, if you're listening.
0: Unless it's information you don't already know. But I was looking today that um, in 2020, when okay. it was going around the internet of like, probably around the time that that other Glee person, whose yeah. name I, I simply don't know because I um, don't watch Glee. But... Um, I know what you're
1: talking about. It was it was when it was yeah
0: when it was, it was like going around the internet that she was a bad person. And Jordan Pruitt said everyone in Hollywood knows in all caps that Leah Michelle is a horrible human being. She is a bitch to everyone. We all know it. <gasps> dot dot dot. Yawn. Moving on. Dot dot dot.
1: Pruitt what added.
0: Pruitt added that there is much more tea where that came from. But I don't know that she elaborated on that. She was basically like, "I think it's, um, like it's high time that somebody bring this up, and I'm surprised it hasn't been brought up sooner." And I, I couldn't figure out like when she would have worked with Leah Michelle, but I think she just said like, "I lived in L. A. for a while, and then, like you know things."
1: Maybe she auditioned for Glee and was in the running for something. Maybe. Yeah, I. <laughs> That was like she that's that statement is about somebody who (laughs) who knows something or two about Lee Michelle. But Jordan Pruitt, man. Come on. We need to recognize Jordan Pruitt as a powerful person in this Disney Channel era.
0: She did. I mean, Jump to the Rhythm was a hit.
1: Oh, it's a hit. Outside Looking In
0: was a hit. Hit. Everything else.
1: They could have been hits, if they were, if she was handled properly.
0: I mean, she was pulled like the fact that she was even in the room with Raven and the High School Musical cast and the Cheetah Girls like shows that Disney knew that they had something.
1: Yeah, they just didn't like. She was set up to go to the next stage of the Disney career, but she never. It never happened. Like yeah, d- like song in DCOM, check. Song on a directed DVD Disney uh, movie? Check. Opening for one of our biggest stars on the channel? Check. Done. Done. Staple at Radio Disney? Check. The next stage was to guest star. And then you get your show. And then you get your movie. And then you get your um, album that has to do with the movie. <sighs> right. The mystery, the mystery continues. Okay, if you have to say your favorite Outside Looking In versus Jump to the Rhythm.
0: For me it's Jump to the Rhythm because oh, I, have, I have more of a history. Like I didn't really get to know Outside Looking In until I was older. Um mm-hmm. Like I think I heard it here and there when I was younger, but like Jump to the Rhythm I actively listened to. I had it downloaded on my iPod, and anything I had downloaded on my iPod has to be is a hit. A winner.
1: I would say mine is outside looking in. Um, so you get to have jump to the rhythm and I'll get to have outside looking in. I mean, so they're both means- great
0: songs. Like we shouldn't have to choose.
1: Oh no, I don't want to choose. But if I have to make you choose. Yeah. If you had to. Yeah. So, um, I guess what is, um, kinda- actually it's, we are family. <laughs> it's, we are family. You're surprise. a big air buddies fan. <laughs> yeah, surprise.
0: I, um, the only air buddies movie I have watched is the Halloween one. And I watched it with you. Oh, Why? I don't remember watching that. You at put all. it on when nope. I stayed with you. Why did I do that? I don't know. We watched Halloween Town
1: High. It must have like played right after, and we didn't turn it off.
0: Maybe I remember there being a plot about somebody farting. Like, oh, of course, as a definite.
1: I would not put Air Buddies on for my entertainment. I have higher standards than that. They're pretty I... low. They're pretty low, but that one's pretty high.
0: I'll watch Air 1, but you keep the sequels away from me. Right.
1: I can't do the knockoffs. <laughs> Got to do the
0: originals. I, by the time you're at like Air Buddies in Halalapalooza, you're like, what right. the fuck is this? And it's like the right. eighth and one. it's like,
1: it's the eighth one going on year 10. I'm like, Ay. And they're all still
0: in the little circle, and it's not even the same dogs anymore. Like, you know all those dogs are dead.
1: Yeah, because they're not puppies anymore.
0: Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, animal actors don't live as long as real ones do. Um, fun fact about
1: Airbud. Um, the same dog that played Airbud played the dog in Full House. Man, that's funny. Booked and busy.
0: I really hated dog movies as a kid because they always put the dog in some kind of peril and it would stress me out horribly. Like every Beethoven movie is like, let's kidnap this freaking dog. Again,
1: Beethoven. <laughs> I, I see. I liked. I didn't like the dog movies that and that were they were actual dogs. Like I need them talking. Like well, I need you them. You don't like. Something. You don't
0: like animals. Like I don't think it would be enough to make you feel empathetic for an animal. But me, I was like, if, right. If they, if that dog falls, I'm gonna ball on sight. Like I'm right. gonna cry. Like,
1: like Marley and me. I was like, okay. I've never seen that. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> That'll make you sad. It makes you sad. Um, Uh, All right. Enough of the dog (laughs) 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 changes. Welcome to the dog pod. Welcome to the air air buddies, the pod. Air air buddies, air potties. (laughs) Um, All right. What's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today?
0: The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that if you're going on a tour as big as the High School Musical concert, you need to stand up for your opening visuals. (laughs) Say, give me a backdrop. Give me a set. Yeah. You deserve it. I would
1: say if you're on your second album after two hits that charted pretty high, ask your record label, can we please just not make it a limited to exclusive? (laughs) Can we make it a a Target exclusive? So both of these lessons boil
0: down to like, please stand up for yourself. Please stand up for yourself.
1: (laughs) Um, Which I'm sure Jordan Pruitt did. Uh, So, all right. If people want to find you outside looking in if people want to find you on the outside looking in we're going to find
0: you you can uh, look at me on the inside looking out at (laughs) at heyo it's Becca on Instagram and Twitter H-E-Y-O be fair warned though it's going to be all Paramore shit for like the next month if you're looking to join me on my personals um my TikTok is Becca's Records I'm doing vinyl records stuff over there my YouTube is Becca Stockner um and my other podcast is Youth Group Star Support Group. We are YGSSG podcast on the socials.
1: All right, and if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram or uh, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. If you want to keep up to date on anything about this podcast, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just find us um, and type uh, the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, like we said before at the beginning of the episode, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If you uh, leave a review on Apple Podcast, we will shout you out and read it uh, on the next episode. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify if you don't mind. Um, DM us. Talk to us on social media. Uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Um, because we love interacting with you guys. It's been the coolest part about this and we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it.
0: Alright y'all next week is gonna be interesting
1: yeah it's not a joke <laughs> as much as like what we're covering sounds like a joke on paper
0: it's, it's not, not a joke Um it's well, time to
1: but we'll be playing the music and we'll, we'll light be, the lights. we'll be
0: lighting the lights <laughs> it's
1: I'm y'all When it's revealed what we're going to do, people are going to be like, huh?
0: The real ones will know. The real ones will know. Let's just say it's a little lost content that we found. Yeah, we are digging deep. Um, But until we do that, we will see you next time, time travelers. Always buckle
1: your seatbelt.